Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I'm Zach in for Rob Breaker in 770 CHQR. Okay, I'm going to clean this up because there was that text message that came in. We were talking about uh, the keto diet. And uh, Jeremy, thanks for that, that cue you sent. Don't confuse ketosis with ketoacidosis. <laughs> That's fun to say. That could be my new fun word to say, ketoacidosis. So here's how it works, according to uh, some quick learning for me online. So I'm going to clean this up by sharing it. Ketoacidosis refers to a diabetic ketoacidosis complication of type 1 diabetes. Uh, it can occur really quickly, and it can be very, very scary with anyone who has type 1 diabetes. Um, and uh, uh, ketosis is a presence of ketones, and it's not harmful. And I double-checked this on a couple of different health sites. And yeah, it can be uh, ketosis can be dangerous for people that already have eating disorders, but it is commonly done in diets and is not anywhere near the same as ketoacidosis. So thank you, Jeremy, for the correction on that one. I do appreciate that one uh, for the help. All right, so down on the Calgary Transit, as you cruise around our city, you get to see a lot of really, really interesting things. Some are good, some are bad. Some things happen in a bad way, like recently, that gentleman who was charged with being inappropriate on the train. And some things are just playful, fun, and absolutely crazy uh, to be able to see. So your thoughts, what are some of the craziest things you've seen on Calgary Transit or on the C-Train? 974-8255-974-TALK. Okay, Robert, can you share your story without getting me fired? Sure. All right. Yeah, great topic, too. About And I use Calgary Transit all the time, every day. Which route do you normally ride on? Oh, I ride all over the city. It depends if I'm going to Foothills Hospital or if I'm going to the Greyhound Station oh, okay. or wherever I'm going, okay? All right. So I, I jump on the LRT. This is about three weeks ago, so it's very topical. And re- recent, about three weeks, I get on one of the trains, and I see this guy, and I sit about ten feet away from him, and he has about a, at least a two foot long machete. He doesn't even have a sheath for it; it's just this big blade, and he's just playing with it. And I went, "Holy smokes!" And nobody else on the train did a thing; they just kept looking at him. One guy got up and moved. So I went to the end of the train. I called the, the, the transit system police. I said, there's a guy, and I gave him the, the actual car number. I said, I'm on this train. At the next station, they stopped that train and, and hauled him off. But he had, like, this machete with him. I couldn't believe it. Everybody else was just sitting there thinking, oh, gee, I hope he doesn't do anything with that. Well, yeah, well, that's what I would do. Wouldn't you just sit there? I mean, you sat there, too. Yeah, I, but as soon as I saw it, I got up and went to the end of the train oh. and called the transit authorities oh i guess so yeah that's remarkable oh god that gave me the yeah. shivers that's like that's so i so i said to the lady i was talking to on the phone i said this is clearly got to be legal and she says you think so <laughs> so tell <laughs> me yeah, Robert, that train the next station that yeah. sounds pretty that sounds like a pretty quick response are you satisfied with that response on calgary transit to deal with that situation 
Oh, absolutely. I think they're on top of their game that way. I just can't believe that somebody could think they could get on. He's about 25 years old. He's old enough to know better. Yeah. And I just can't believe somebody could think they could get on a train with a machete and just not upset anybody. Remarkable. Robert, thanks for that share. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye. 974-8255-974-TALK. Share your thoughts about the craziest things you've seen on Calgary Transit. And it sounds like a good time to bring in Brian Whitelaw. He is with Calgary Transit. He's the superintendent of public safety. And there you go, Brian. Your people are doing their job. Well, that's good to hear, Zach. Uh, I'm happy to hear that uh, we dealt with an individual in a fairly disturbing situation. Now, you have seen and heard, I imagine, the most amazing stories about what happens in public transit. I would say that's that's true. We're, uh, of course, uh, any public space. there's no real control over the types of things that go on. So I think we've probably got a, a story for every day of the year. So what happens now? Because not now this one ends well. It might have been someone just sort of with some bluster being silly, or it might have been um, somebody who was out to do harm. We don't know, but that's the good news is that we don't know. That's true, yeah, and and we'd be prepared for any of those scenarios in any event anyway. So talking about some of the negative encounters that happen on trains, sometimes late at night um, and sometimes just in the middle of the day when someone just does something stupid. I mean, you guys have really gotten in front of this, and this is an opportunity to share that with the partnership with Dope to be able to get out and do this. Tell us about the initiative and how it impacts people in general, including, you know, Robert, who just called in and saw this. How does it help? Well, our, our partnership with DOPE is, is really aimed at, at trying to uh, deal with specific individuals who uh, need to be uh, accessing some type of uh, social support system or service. Uh, these are often the individuals that will receive a phone call about that, you know, maybe uh, laying on the train, um, uh, either creating a disturbance or passed out or may require some kind of medical intervention. So with the DOPE team, we're actually able to uh, in partnership uh, approach a number of the, of the people uh, really in the early stage of, uh, of a situation before it becomes a call, uh, or even if it becomes a call, we may be able to intercept it and, and really deal with the individual and, you know, look for a solution beyond just really uh, sending them on their way. So now this, this, you know, to me, and I'm just going to try to use some simple language to explain it. I mean, this seems like um, drunk people, homeless people, and stuff like that for some infrastructure help. Is that really what it is focused at, or is there more beyond that? Well, it's definitely focused on the vulnerable population, and so... That's uh, much That's much uh, more appropriate way to say it than I just did, I think. Uh, no, that's, that's fine, but uh, so it really, uh, the focus is, uh, these are the folks that actually cause the, uh, the most uh, customer concern. Now, I don't want to paint everybody the same way, but uh, often, um, you know, there's a real need to try to help them to access services. So, you know, for example, the, the team that we've just created in the pilot program has managed to get uh, five individuals registered into uh, housing, which, uh, you know, goes a long way in terms of building up uh, the dignity and, and the chances of recovery for people as well. So this is, is really trying to take a, a broader approach than just simply, you know, often issuing somebody a summons who may not be able to pay for it anyway. And, you know, I don't think that's the right approach uh, uh, in any event. Well, they, I mean, especially if they're homeless. I mean, the last thing a, a homeless person cares about is a ticket. Absolutely. Yeah, what are you no. going to do, come to my house and arrest me, right? I mean, that's right. That's kind that's of the mentality. Right. And that's the same thing with skipping on tickets, too. 
Yeah. So there's a part two to this, though, and it's just that um, we are breaking down some of the barriers. I mean, the role of the Calgary Transit Peace Officer uh, may be perceived as very much enforcement related uh, with with this group of people. And the more we can actually interact uh, with this group, it just helps to uh, to understand their needs and, and really find solutions that uh, don't end up in, you know, calls or, or violent calls or anything like that. It seems like you're taking advantage of the access point. Um, I mean, DOPE dope stands for Downtown Outreach Addictions Partnership, so you're really using this as an access point to directly get in front of some people that could use a little bit of a redirection. Absolutely, and at the, at the same time, it uh, addresses customer uh, requirements and need to, you know, often call us on, on, on these types of situations. So it, uh, again, protects uh, dignity and, and really finds, you know, we deliver uh, customers to the places they want to go, and I would say in this case, we're delivering uh, customers to the services they require. Uh, wonderful. And if it has an impact on everybody who feels a little bit less comfortable or ride the train more, I guess it, it works, right? It's, it's all part of the overall safety uh, plan for Calgary Transit, you bet. Wonderful. Well, proof today, Brian, that they're doing the job, although I invite you to stick around and listen while we are uh, going to share some stories about some other crazy things that have happened. Uh, you know, the new trains, you can clearly see that there are cameras on them. Do all the trains have cameras? The uh, the original trains from the early 80s uh, do not have cameras on them, um, but but virtually every uh, most of the uh, the light rail fleet uh, do have uh, cameras on the outside and in the inside. Just throwing this out there, you can steal the idea if you want. If it's inappropriate, let's pretend it never happened. But um, I mean, I'm telling you, like you could serve popcorn and sell tickets to like some of the highlights of stuff that happens on the trains. I mean, you really could turn that into something. It's an alternative have- revenue. Absolutely. All right. Just looking to help out with reduce ticket prices and all those things. Thanks so much. Hey, Brian. Thank you. Brian Whitelaw is Calgary Transit Superintendent of Public Safety, taking time to share with us today. All right. So, uh, great stories coming in already. 974-8255-974-TALK. What are the craziest things and some of the best things you've ever seen uh, on, on Calgary Transit? Share them out. I'm Zach in for Rob Breckenridge, 770 CHQR. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.